This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It is a situation cities across the country are facing. So many homeowners who can't afford to pay their property taxes. This has become such a stark reality that in Vancouver, at least, the mayor has said if they don't get financial help from the upper levels of government, the provincial government, the federal government, that the city is seriously looking at some insolvency. To talk more about this, we're joined now by Kennedy Stewart, the mayor of Vancouver. Thank you for joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. I understand you did some polling on this. So how serious is the situation for people who can't pay their property taxes? Well, uh, it's a serious economic situation for everybody in the city. And we found that almost half of residents had either had a uh, uh, drop in their um, incomes or have lost their jobs. So that's translated to people uh, not being able to pay their mortgages and also not being able to pay their rents. So that's, uh, you know, my heart goes out to everybody. This is really a tough situation, not just the uh, physical isolation and staying inside, but but also the economic impact. Now that also shifts over to the city as well. We found that uh, up to a quarter of, of residents may not be, you know, would pay less than their, than even half of their uh, property taxes or even none. And so that would, could equate to a $320 million loss for us this year if that happens uh, and coupled with the losses we're already facing it would be about you know could be up to a half a billion dollars and so cities can't run deficits right by law we can't mm-hmm. do that federal and provincial governments can we can't and so that means we have to immediately begin uh, shutting down services so we've uh, already laid off 1500 workers the city of Surrey's laid off 2000 like this is starting to spread right across the country but we haven't cut into essential services yet, uh, with 30% of our budget being spent on fire and police here in the city. Um, you know, if we had that kind of revenue loss, we'd have to, for example, move into laying off uh, firefighters, uh, having fewer police on the streets, uh, fewer permitting uh, bylaw officers, all that kind of stuff. And uh, this isn't some kind of fantasy discussion. This is something that is already beginning to happen right across the country. Is this something that Vancouver is planning for at this point? Like, are you putting together those worst-case scenarios? Yeah, absolutely. Last week, uh, we had a document put together by our uh, chief financial officer, and we're debating it at council tomorrow. What we're what we're trying to offer residents or discussing is whether we extend a grace period for people to pay their property taxes. That's not a deferral, but it would give them some extra time to, to pay their property taxes instead of collecting them in July. Uh, we're proposing to protect, uh, collect them in September. However, uh, that still doesn't deal with a default. So, um, you know, that may help property owners, but that's about the best we can do. What we really need is for the province of British Columbia to use their their property uh, tax deferral mechanism, which usually applies to seniors, but to extend that to all residential business and nonprofit uh, tax-paying uh, property owners. So they can basically get a loan from the provincial government to pay their property tax. Right. So the idea is, that, as you said, Vancouver can't run a deficit as other cities cannot. Uh, would that help if for one year cities were allowed to do that? Well, the reason why it works at the federal provincial level is because they have ability to raise income tax or sales tax. But we don't have that ability. All we have is uh, property tax. And so, you know, every year we, we hear that we, you know, property tax usually goes up between 4 and 7%. But if we had to increase it by 20 or 25%, I don't think that uh, that works at the local level. So unless we get additional tools from the, from the upper levels of government, uh, then uh, we're really in a bind. And that's all of us. You're hearing it from Toronto. You're hearing it from Edmonton. 
some municipalities across Canada are already liquidating um, uh, property to pay their bills. Um, and, of course, that would be something that we could look at here, too. Instead of building that park that everybody wanted, we sell it to a developer and they build private property on it or something. So that's those are the kind of situations we're facing in the very uh, near run, then, wh- these property tax defaults. Uh, what about for- these other mechanisms you talked about? Like, What do you think would help? Well, uh, you know, the Federation of Canadian Municipalities and the big city mayors, um, uh, you know, that, that I uh, caucus with across the country, we're, we're all saying basically we need an immediate upfront influx of cash. Um, you know, I did ask the provincial government for that last week. Apparently that's not on the table. So we're going to have to now turn to them and say, well, how are you going to help us? Because at this point, we've heard nothing. But you said even with that influx of cash, you asked for $200 million. You're talking about mm-hmm. a half a billion dollar deficit. That's still a pretty huge hole. What else is on the table in Vancouver? What programs are, are being cut already? Well, of course, all the uh, community centers, uh, you know, park board facilities are all closed. Uh, we've, you know, we tried to get some staff to work from home, but if they can't do their job at home, then they've been laid off. Uh, but again, 30% of our budget is police and fire, and most of those services, uh, you know, uh, most of those operating funds go into personnel. It goes into the officer on the beat, it goes on into the firefighter or paramedics that, uh, you know, are so important during this, this uh, crisis. But, um, you know, we, uh, money speaks for itself, right? I mean, if, if we can't pay their salaries, then we have to lay them off. So what about the rainy day fund, though? There's been a lot of criticism directed Mm -hmm. at the city saying, you know, you guys didn't adequately plan for this. There wasn't enough of a a fund put aside just in case something bad really did happen. No, we do have reserves, um, for sure. And we could burn through those first. uh, Then we could sell property. Uh, So we have. But, you know, reserves come from property tax increases. So every year we hear, oh, you're raising property taxes so high, and we try to balance that. uh, But, uh, you know, we try to balance it so... To, to fit with the public mood and our needs. But uh, the only way you build up reserves is by increasing property taxes. And uh, so or that's by- the dilemma we're in. And so we've, we've been prudent. I mean, but this is an extraordinary uh, set of circumstances for us to handle and it never, never really happened in the city's history. Um, and uh, so it calls for extraordinary measures from senior measures, uh, levels of government as well. Okay, so changing projects as well, too, right? Like moving forward, a lot of projects and the city of Vancouver was working on, will they not happen? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you show up to build that deck on your back, uh, you know, in the back of your house, uh, all those permitting permitting people, people in the planning department, they're all paid by property taxes. But what about capital projects that the city was working on? Well, capital projects, uh, you know, they're, they're a separate budget. However, we still need people to work on those projects. So all the engineers, all the people that, uh, you know, you think you take the Granville Bridge, for example, refurbishing that, but we have to lay off the engineers that are overseeing it, then that project grinds to a halt, too. Um, this isn't just for this year. If this goes on, uh, it, it moves into next year. And what it, what it, why I'm flagging it so early is it seriously threatens our economic recovery. You know, if you can't get a business license from the city to open your new business, you can't operate and you can't generate the revenues that you need, you know, that our whole economy needs. So we are a crucial link in the supply chain when it comes to our economy. And I don't think that part uh, has been yet addressed by the federal or provincial governments. Has there been... 
Yep. Any, any thought to the city of Vancouver issuing some fines to people when it comes to social distancing? We talked about this protest that happened yesterday, people not following the rules. Any thoughts yeah, I mean, that? the park board is, I think they've got it right here. Like the only way we're going to get through this is by coming together as a group. And I think other cities have found that that fines just, you know, you can send symbolic messages, but it doesn't really help if you're, if your population's ignoring, uh, health orders for their own health, um, you know, that it, it's very hard to enforce uh, across a whole city. However, uh, I think the park board's got it right. They have their champions out uh, on the seawall, for example. If they see people that aren't uh, physically distancing, they go over and remind them. And most people have just mo- forgotten. They're excited to see their friend or maybe a family member, and they momentarily forget. And I think we've all kind of, you know, had that inclination uh, to give, you know, to give your in-laws a hug or something, but uh, you've just got to stop it. And most of it is well-intentioned. 99% of the folks here are doing what they should be doing. And I'm so proud of uh, everybody for 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 how they're handling this, uh, really, this uh, incredible situation. And up next, and what is the next um, option you have? Meetings with the provincial government? What's going to happen? Well, we have a council meeting tomorrow that we will uh, decide whether or not to give uh, property taxpayers a, a grace period. So instead of paying in July, we can defer that until their payments until uh, until September, and that would provide some relief. Uh, you know, I think we're all hoping for an early recovery from this emergency, but that uh, you know that that right. that's really what we need. Uh, otherwise, you know. It, the city's going to be a very different place in the coming months. All right, Mayor Stewart, thank you for your time. Thank you. That's Vancouver Mayor Kennedy Stewart.